A gente se embala, se embora, se embala, só para na porta da igreja. A gente se olha, se beija, se olha de chuva, se olha e se deixa. A gente se embala, se embora, se embora, só para na porta da igreja. A gente se olha, se beija, se olha de chuva, se olha e se deixa. It's Ash Wednesday, and all around Brazil, millions of people are waking up with pounding headaches, staggering to the kitchen to try and muster the motor skills necessary just to make that precious pot of coffee. There's glitter all over the house, and there's an ominous smell of cheap wine lingering in the air. What am I talking about, you ask? Why, it's carnival, of course. Pode guardar os panos, encontrar os desenganos, pois o carnaval já se acabou, olho que brilhou. Brazil is rubbing its eyes and opening the curtains after the biggest party on earth. For the last five days, millions of locals and foreigners have taken part in the country's carnival celebrations, which fall every year before Lent. So typically a Catholic festival, carnival is traditionally intended as a Shrove-type period of indulgence before the dreaded 40 days of fasting that come before Easter. And in big cities around Brazil, there are massive samba parades with incredible floats and music and dancing, and visitors from around the world flock to come and see these displays, and they pay a pretty penny for the privilege. Far more widespread, however, are the street parties which gather throngs of locals in the most bizarre costumes parading around town, often fueled by copious amounts of alcohol, and these can be found in the vast majority of Brazilian cities, big or small. Now it's such a focal point of the Brazilian calendar that often locals say that nothing gets done in Brazil until carnival is finished. But in actual fact, a huge amount of work goes into producing carnival and that's what we're going to take a look at today. My name is Ewan Marshall, standing in for Brazilian Report Editor-in-Chief Gustavo Ribeiro, and this is the 50th episode of Explaining Brazil. And on behalf of everyone here on the team, I'd like to thank you all for listening, and we hope to have you with us for the next 50. Each of Brazil's big cities has its own carnival culture, with crucial differences in the way the parties are organised. Salvador and Recife are amongst the most popular spots for revellers up in the northeast, while São Paulo, the country's biggest city, has recently developed its own thriving carnival scene. By some distance, however, the most famous carnival party in Brazil is found in Rio de Janeiro. In the imagination of people from around the world, the city of Rio is usually boiled down to a handful of stereotypes. We have Copacabana Beach, the Sugarloaf Mountain, Christ the Redeemer statue, the Maracanã football stadium, and of course the altogether iconic Samba Drome, where the main parade during carnival always takes place. But to find out a little bit more about the festival in Rio de Janeiro, we spoke to Patricia Maschi, the MICE assistant 
at Real Conventions and Visitors Bureau, who's an expert on the subject of Carnival in Rio de Janeiro. I guess my favorite place to be is whenever the drums are playing, you know, because it's it's such a great feeling, it's a sensation that gives you goosebumps. And the samba drum experience is very unique when you see those beautiful uh, samba schools parading with these costumes and floats going over, you feel the energy. And I guess it's all about the energy, the energy in the sample drum, when you're just amazed by what you see in front of you. And uh, in the streets, you see just the happy people partying and they enjoying their, themselves with their friends, family. You see little kids wearing their costumes. Sometimes work um, doesn't allow us to do much because we're kind of involved in the carnival process too. But, I mean, whenever we have a chance, we just like to be uh, a little bit... Um, every place in the city where the drums are playing. <laughs> so, we've heard all about the celebrations in Rio de Janeiro, but exactly how big is it? Well, Rio is known as the, the biggest show on earth. Everywhere we go, we talk about Rio. The first thing that comes to people's mind is really carnival, the beaches and so on. And um, this can be proven by numbers being the biggest show on earth. Last year, uh, we received um, 1.5 million uh, tourists in the city during the carnival uh, period. And this, this year, we expect 7 million revelers on our streets and the Samba Drum as well. And that number is in between uh, tourists and locals. So not just people that come from outside. There is a lot of uh, cariocas, the people that live in Rio that love to just party on the streets and wear their costumes. So everywhere you go during the carnival period, you see just uh, crowds on the streets just being happy, having fun and partying. So that's 7 million people taking part over a space of just a few days. Just for a second, imagine the entire population of Denmark taking to the streets for one big weekend of partying. As Patricia said, a significant slice of these revelers are not locals. They actually come from other parts of Brazil and overseas as well. We pretty much receive uh, tourists from all over the globe. Uh, but from the total number of um, hotel uh, rooms that have been uh, booked up to this moment, uh, 20% uh, of the tourists are uh, international. They come from abroad and mainly uh, from the United States, Argentina and Chile. Of course, with this massive influx of people comes a whole lot of reais, dollars, pounds and pesos. But if lots of these parties are free, where's the money going? Carnival really uh, generates um, a lot of income um, to the city. Um, the restaurants are always full, the cities, uh, you're talking about the free parades. Uh, but then uh, people are always consuming something. They go to the parades and they love to have beers and drinks. So after that, they go somewhere to eat. And that's speaking from the, um, the locals' uh, perspective. Of course, and the tourists that come from abroad, they stay in a hotel. And even if they stay at a friend's house or a relative's house, they always spend a lot of money. They end up spending a lot of money because they like to party. Uh, there are the free parties, but there are also a lot of um, closed parties where you have to pay to get in. And so there are all types of parties uh, through the city. Of course, the most popular ones are the ones that are free. That brings more people uh, together on the streets. So Patricia has been slightly coy about just how big these street parties can get. The city's oldest block party, the Cordon da Bola Preta, gathered over one and a half million people last year, and again this year. 
considering that it usually kicks off around 7 o'clock in the morning, it shows just how deep the carnival spirit does run in Rio de Janeiro. Now, out of the closed parties, the most famous is the annual carnival parade in the city's Grand Samba Drome, where the local samba schools put on displays and compete for the title of carnival champion of that year. Tickets for this event do not come cheap, and they'll set you back around between 500 and 2,000 reais a head. It just depends on where you're sitting. So, that much is clear. There is a lot of money going around during Carnival, and that provides a much-needed boost to the local economy. Here's Patricia again with some numbers. 2019 Carnival um, should generate revenue of 6.7 billion to our local economy. And uh, besides that, besides the, the revenue that comes in, the festivities also create 72,000 temporary employment opportunities. And that's according to Rio Tour, which is um, the city's official tourism organization. Now, many of these temporary jobs that Patricia mentions come in the hotel and food and drink sector, with bars and restaurants looking to reinforce their staff. However, there is another group of people that often goes unnoticed in the whole carnival excitement. Allow me to paint you a picture. You've got millions of people partying on the street, consuming seemingly endless amounts of alcohol. There's clouds of confetti, streamers and silly foam filling the air. How on earth does this all get cleaned up? After a block, there's always uh, a bunch of trash cans that people, unfortunately, uh, leave on the streets. Uh, and uh, to keep up with that and just sweep out the city and leave the streets clean for its um, locals and people that live in those neighborhoods clean. Uh, last year, we had uh, 400 tons of waste that were collected by um, 1,100 street sweepers. So that's the, the bunch of uh, trash that, that we have after this parades. But um, we have like a, a big staff to take care of that. And uh, a couple hours after uh, the block will walk through the, the certain street, um, it's clean already. 400 tons. Well, that is a lot of beer cans. But while Carnival may be good for business and consumption, the economy is hardly booming at the moment. So... Do Brazilians actually have the money to pay for their carnival festivities? Now, a recent study from Brazil's credit reporting agency, the SPC, showed that the average carnival goer spends around 634 reais per person during the festivities. And bearing in mind that that same survey showed that 30% of the respondents are already in debt, and that another 13% will have incurred new debts by the end of carnival. So, is it really worth all of this expense, the crowds, the rubbish on the streets? I'm a Carioca, born and raised. Um, I love the city. Rio is amazing. And um, I think it's not only um, about carnival. Besides the glamorous parades and the samba drum, the street parades and the city being full of people, just happy party, I think it's more um, about uh, Rio's atmosphere, uh, and of course, mixed with its natural beauty, the, the beaches, the mountain, and all this 
beautiful uh, Belvederes that we have in the city. And I think that's what makes our carnival so special and so unique. Uh, the Carioca's uh, way of life, um, the Carioca's essence uh, takes over the streets, just embracing um, our tourists with its happiness, friendliness, and of course, lots of glitter, customs, and smiles. If you like this podcast, show us some love and rate us on whatever platform you use for listening to podcasts. It only takes us a second and it's really important for us. And don't forget to take a look at our website, it's brazilian.report. Every day we have new content about Brazilian politics, finance and society. And we've also got exclusive newsletter services if you want to be briefed about what's going on in Brazil before starting your day. You can subscribe now for a free trial and enjoy all of our content for seven days. And it's really free. You don't have to submit any credit card information whatsoever. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is at Brazilian Report. And that's all for now. We'll see you next week. <laughs>